Rubies! 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 Jamie Driving Podcast! Talking about movies! Movies! Jamie Driving Podcast! Talking about movies! Anyway, we're back on JB's John Podcast. It is uh we are into May right now, my friends. Can you are believe we? it is May? <laughs> First week of May. Woo! Wow, it feels like the third week of April. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I don't know how it does. <laughs> but it is the first week of May. First week of May. I don't have a watch. I don't know. Memorial Day is right on the corner. We got some specials coming up for you guys. We have Piranha treat whatever Piranha movie we're gonna do. We're gonna Whichever do one we can find. Tom Cruise in Top Gun, a Ugh. classic from the 80s right there. Shit. Ugh. Absolute shit. A Except movie I've actually seen before. But Val Kilmer's in it, so yep. it's awesome. <laughs> yep, you got that. It is awesome. But we we at the we at the you, you know, can ride my tail. Ride my tail any day. You could ride mine. <laughs> Fruity movie. For me, but yeah, that'll be a delve oh, in the '80s. Hopefully, boy. we could do a, a Prana Triple a Triple Third, whatever that is, the the, the latest Prana one, because that's just fabulous with them all in the being the lake and Double shit. Double D, Double D. I loved it. I love that movie. I like the one where they're in the fucking pool. uh, pools. The uh, flying Prana. No, they, I can't remember if it was 3D or 3 Double D, where they're at the water park, and the Prana are going down the water slides and shit. It's fucking nuts. That's Triple D. That's Triple D. Yeah, that's okay. the latest one, yeah. Yeah, that's Fantastic. that's the craziest it's shit, dude. Ass, man. Oh. <laughs> Tons of tits and ass. Was it, was it Vig Rames was in that Vig movie? Rames oh, my was God. In it. Awesome shit. That's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> and if I remember correctly, <laughs> he loses a leg at one yes, point in time. Yes, he just goes nuts. He's a, it, he's a maniac. It's fucking crazy. It is a crazy oh. movie. Anyway, anyway, Jamie John podcast, Paul, Tom, Jimmy, with you. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for the for the um, guys on Facebook and shit. Let us know what we're doing. We have listeners. I see your shit listening to us. Yeah, whatever. It's just me. That's, I'm sure it is. Um, last week we co- we we are doing a, a Christian Slater mini homage. Yeah. Um, last week we we, we covered uh, Heather's. Any last minute thoughts on that, gentlemen? Uh. I love the movie. There's not it's enough said for me. Uh, of course, I'm a dark comedy guy, so if you're not into dark comedies, you probably won't like it. But yeah. outside of that, man, it's it's a great movie. It will yeah. remind you of the '80s, '90s, the grunge era. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Shit. definitely the beginning of the grunge era. '89, uh, I would maybe. It's you. You still got that new wave in there. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, these the shoulder pads. There's not. It's, it's not grunge. It is a shoulder movie. I would say. I would say it's a shoulder movie. But it it feels like it is. I, I, of course, that's a lot to have, a lot to do with Christian Slater and Winona Ryder. I think that uh, it's well Winona it's well Ryder. acted, well produced. It's it's well paced for its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm not into movies, <clears throat> as I've mentioned before. But if you meant, but if you see movies over the decades, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they're all paced differently. It's paced appropriately for the time. Yep. It's there's not it, a lot of downtime. There's not a lot of you know wasted scenes. You know, it's right around 90 minutes. And there's small commentary on uh, whenever the teachers get together That's to true. talk about the, the the suicides. It's a little bit of commentary on. On that, yeah, it's it's appropriate. And it's, shut uh, up, Paul. <laughs> shut <laughs> up, Paul. It was a shut up, Paul. Paulette's got an idea. Or pa- Pauline, wasn't it? Pauline or Paulette? Yeah, I what, know they the, were both the, Pauls. Right, 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 right. Uh, <coughs> it's a it's it, it's good. It's a pro- it's uh, it's appropriate movie. And in fact, I think it was like eighty eight or eighty nine. So it was at the, near the end of the decade. Yep. So it was uh, wrap it up. <laughs> Actually, the eighties didn't really end until like ninety one or ninety two. With yeah, official, we've discussed that the, before. The official entry of grunge, which you know, grunge had taken over, and then you, you were the getting 80s. into the crow and that kind of dark, <sighs> right? Which in the repository. Then you had Batman. Batman eighty nine. Eighty nine was yeah. 
really kind of where you we started seeing that change. In though. a repository. Yeah. Also as well. A lot of darker films that were coming out then. Do you think Donnie Darko falls in this uh, this this type of movie? I'm just curious. But, uh, yeah, I mean it's definitely in that same sect of movies yeah. that yeah. where you had a. It was a very dark period. Eighty-eight through ninety-six was a oh, very dark absolutely. period in movies. Absolutely, very where dark. You still grungy. had your big pop, you know, pop bubblegum bullshit yeah. movies, but you had when you were aiming for teenagers, you were aiming for dark. Uh, you know, crude comedies and dark, not crude like early 80s crude, because that was really shitty dad jokes with tits. Yes. But that in the like 90s, you like had that. like more intellectual jokes with tits. Yeah. You know, that's where the difference but was. But that's because well, weed was popular. Well, yeah. weed's all, but it's like weed's it, always popular. What's the good, Acid good times? Stuff like that. You know, the good times of the 80s created this, this hangover <clears throat> where, of course, Teenagers are going to rebel against anything, even if it's good. And you have this, well, things aren't that good because my parents are sucking things. And then, of course, that creates a market. What market is that? Well, things are bad. Let's create a movie. I think that I really think my generation or Generation X was the last generation of kids where the majority of them were hit by their parents. You know, yes, like yes. had their ass busted, and and it was different yeah, levels. So. It was like, I mean, I got an, I got you know hit by a belt. I got, uh, you know, you you mama with the the helper's hand thing or the yeah, wooden spoon fucking, or whatever my the fucking fuck. Dad took me, and he literally catapulted me off of a fucking bed, and I went like flip backwards onto the floor head first. <laughs> I think what Gen X is what sixty five to seventy nine. Or sixty, yeah, eight, seven, something like that. It's like late seventy. It's like seventy nine, I think. Eight, some seven, say so eighty nine. Eight, no, I mean, because then basically, if you were born in the seventies, you're a Gen Xer. Yeah, my wife's a millennial. Because the because the the millennials they want to they want to do, and I think I agree, they want to split them up into older and 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 younger yeah. millennials yeah, because of, a millennial. because of the yeah. because of the internet. Yeah, because the internet was around for the older millennials. Right, it wasn't around for the older millennials, but it was for the younger ones. And it's a totally different experience. Like I, I mean, I had the internet, but I had my parents' sports for internet for the Commodore sixty four internet. Yeah, I had no, I had, I had Q-Link for the Commodore, and in the early eighties, and once once I saw that bill come in with the plus, like these pages you could like chat things, and it was just text, and it was a lot of like, whatever, and they saw that come in, and they're like. No, we're not doing this. Nope. And, <laughs> and back then, it was like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And my dad <laughs> freaked out. They were like, you're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Cut it off. And uh, But it was it was the experience, right? Yeah. So whenever we had a Commodore in, in, in elementary, we had two people. It was me. It was Kenny Bratton. Yes. We had Commodores. So all the kids knew we were experts. We weren't experts. But we were the experts. <laughs> And so that, but that's how kids roll, right? Yep. So it, the experience just for that was was really was really good. But then you have an entire half of a generation, the millennial half, the millennials who grew up with internet, yeah. and the other half Nothing, yeah. didn't yep. until they were older. So they're more like us. Yeah. But uh, I can only imagine that that the the, the the Gen Xers that are born in the late sixties. I mean, they they had an entirely different experience. Of Jeez. They were, but, they were they were freaking drinking beer in the back of pickup trucks. But honestly, though, they had real genuine relationships. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I think we did too. But I think there's bleeding. There is, but I think you know they didn't have any of this 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 fake bullshit. You you actually had to go out and meet people. You actually had to talk to them and know <coughs> what yeah, they were you about. Know, yeah, they're flipping through the fucking uh, what's that app called? The Tinder. Ten, I mean, you, you I mean, I'm, look, I'm glad I'm not doing that shit. But uh, <laughs> well. You uh, shut up. So, um, I the generations <laughs> make the movies, right? And I think that soon. Shut up. I think the generations make the movies, and I think it's telling where some of the movies are going based on the generations. Yeah, fuck, fuck them. these movies. You know what I mean? Well, I I do think that it is also the it's last, the end of the gritty movies. As it well. is. It it really the, the gr- gritty is exactly the. The because you, I, would use. I think the more and more CGI became prevalent, oh, the less and shit. less, you know, realistic 
uh, or or genuine special effects started going away. Genuine. I think that's a good word. And it it became all CGI, and it you know CGI has gotten to a point where it's amazing. I mean, but you watch a movie now, it's so every little fucking inch of an explosion has been. It's it's become absurd. You know, I mean, you light something on fire and and you can control the way the flame goes and all this other shit. To do that in The Crow, you had to fucking spill uh, gasoline uh, lighter and hope that it worked. Well, even last week with um, Heather's, there's a fire in the garbage can. Right. They actually had to light it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and it it was a CGI fire. No, it looked real because it was real. It was real. (laughs) Imagine that. And no matter how off the, you know how how much work you can put into something, you are still an artist. So you're making a rendering of what fire looks you know, like, that remi- not what fire is. That reminds me of Terminator Two in that that building. They actually blew up that floor of the building uh, when they were the the what was it the T one thousand had the what was okay. it, the helicopter. But and, let's and the T, instead and the, of T and, instead and, of Terminator Two, let's go with Die Hard because that's actually in our repository. repository. Oh, okay. okay and okay, they okay. did blow up a floor of a building. So. Right. I mean, back back in the day. <laughs> by the way, yeah. I saw this uh, '80s. It was you know how the uh, certain YouTube channels will stream period music, whether it's '80s, '90s, classical, whatever, uh, synth wave, whatever it is. So there was a uh, '80s. God, I'm listening to this '80s, and I'm and I'm like, okay, I'm reading the comments. One kid goes, I'm 26, and I love this old music. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, kid. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> old music, my... You know what I like? I like years. fucking your mom right in her <laughs> asshole, you 26-year-old twat. What the fuck? Oh, man. I just It, just, it hits you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... So that brings us to this week's movie, Gleaming the Cube. It's all about another period piece in terms of clicks and shit like that. Oh, fucking yeah, You cannot talk about the late 80s and early 90s without addressing skateboarding. Yeah. And and believe it or not, skateboarding still lasted through the 2000s. It absolutely did. But that's called snowboarding. Well, you had the snowboarding that came into it, but you also had the video games. Oh, yeah. And Tony Hawk Pro Skater... It was one of the biggest selling games of yeah, all time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, so you constant tens definitely into the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it's crazy. I mean, they still they just put it out. Not well, too long right. Ago, well, it's just like it's just like you know Madden and uh, WWE. The, the, every you know it's just, it's a it, franchise. It all right. started and with Skate or Die, though. Skate, oh, skate or die. die. Love that fucking game. I wasn't good at it. But I loved it. You had the slalom. You had the half pipe. I <laughs> I was not good at that game, but I liked it. I had it on Nintendo. Yeah, absolutely. But but skateboarding was a was a was an eighties yeah. fixture. It, oh, it, it, yeah. it was a phenomenon was. that really took off in the eighties. I mean, it obviously was around since the seventies. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, like with surfing and shit, like since the sixties. Yeah, you, you know, but by the time you. I, I really think that it got its biggest in the late 80s. I it mean, that's when, that's when you started seeing, like, skate TV. I don't yes. I don't remember the exact dates of skate TV, if it was ni- early 90s or late 80s. But, of course, I do remember that Matt Lind was the uh, host, mm-hmm. who, of course, is Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo movies. No. Matthew Lillard. But he went by Matt Lynn. He was and also in Scream TV. as well, by the way. Yeah, of course. Is that a right. suppose? It isn't. We did Scream. Okay, I couldn't remember if we, we did Actually, that. we ejaculated all over Scream. We loved it. Yeah, it's probably it's a great freaking movie. It's it's it is a <laughs> no. It is a it is a it is a it is a, it is a, a touchstone. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a change in the guard for move for horror movies. Absolutely. And, and I'm not sure if it was for the good or for the bad, but it, that one was good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because we also did. Uh, I know what you. Did I know what summer. you did last <laughs> summer, which is a tragic <laughs> fucked fest. <laughs> I mean, well, it's just a ridiculous. At least there's some movie. very uh, attractive women in that. Yes, and Jennifer Love. I don't think any of them get naked. So Jennifer Love titties. You never saw her titties. I don't think you ever. It's a saw shame. Them. You know, I don't nah, think. Yeah, but know. they were there. And now they're I'm not there. sure that you want to. Well, they're because well. they're down to her knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, those melons are freaking heavy, and there is a shelf life. 
Yeah, there's no shelf there anymore. And her and her sure. goddamn drug commercial. Do you remember oh. her drug commercial, how bad that was? Because I'll be honest, like, when they came out, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, and they had the egg, and they put it in the pot. Yeah, yeah. When that first came out, it was a pretty cool message. Yeah. I'm not going to shit on that. I thought that was pretty well done. Then when she fucking does it, and she's like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And she puts it in the pan, and then she starts taking the pan and bashing the shit out of the entire kitchen. I'm like, what What the fuck are you doing, man? Dude, we just want to see your There's breasts. No, there, yes, take off your top. Top off your top. We want to see it already. This well, is your brain. This is your brain with no top. Can okay. we see them fucking, fucking sand? <laughs> let me see those sand I dollars. definitely won't do drugs now. <laughs> Seriously. If well, you're nude... I will. I promise not to do any drugs. A Shannon Elizabeth I, made for. Up yeah, for I was gonna say honestly, if you want to stop drugs, just take every top. Yeah, yeah take every top. <laughs> no sure. one will do drugs ever I again. Promise. <laughs> Why hasn't someone come up with that? Seriously, you don't want any drugs? Every week, I'll show you my my yeah. tatas, my yep. titties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, in the afternoon cartoons, man. That's where it needed to be Happy every day. Happy Cinco de Mayo, by the <laughs> After way. After every GI Joe episode. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Oh my God! Uh, that was well, we that was and we just <laughs> missed uh, May the Fourth be with you. May the Fourth be with you. Uh, also, Star yesterday was uh, Japanese Kids Day. They took away Boys Day, and now it's just Japanese Kids Day. Uh, Marxists are over there too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Holy shit! I need a fucking drink after after every GI Joe episode. You know what stops drugs, kids? Lady J's tatas. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Seriously, if you promised, kids, we will. We'll all plow Lady J yeah. in the next episode. If, if no one is, have the battle. If you promise kids uh, another Don't forget your condoms, shot, kids. It's good to go. <laughs> Remember, like, skate- yeah, awesome. skateboarding. And you got the Nash skateboards. Fuck yeah. The they, weren't they the cheap ones? They were the cheap ass ones. I'm pretty ones. sure that's the one I had. That's the one we all had. And then, had. of course, the next cheaper one that came out was the... Uh, uh, what was it? Fucking like, it was a toy manufacturer that came out with a skateboard, and I cannot remember which one it was. I don't remember. Kenobi? No. Well, you got Back to the Future floating skateboards. No, this this shit was like it was one of the big brand toy companies, and they like, came out with a line of uh, skateboards. I don't. They I were got, shit, dude. They were. Horrible. I I gotta be honest. With you, I don't remember, man. I don't, anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't, so doesn't all remember. I remember is I know Ryan got a uh, Powell Perota uh, uh, skateboard. Those were more expensive. Yeah, and more expensive. I think we was it a, we, was a fish. Was it one of the fish fin versions? No, yeah. no, 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 no. But it was. Uh, it, I remember the. All I remember it was. It was sort of reddish, not pink, but like a red. And it was. Uh, it had the some really awesome design on the back on yeah. the on the bottom, and it <clears throat> it had the Pal Perota in in a sort of a arch in the in the design. I I mean he probably wrote it a lot, but when I was over, we just looked at it. We were. It was awesome. It was. I I mean it must have been. Mid to late eighties. I mean, I think everybody kind of had a skateboard at some point in time. Um, I had this cheap blue one. It was probably this thick with plastic. Cause oh I thought, yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to get into it. I couldn't keep my balance. I was like, I, I was, this. I had no balance. Yeah, it was, <laughs> you, we all had gnashes. We all had gnashes. Let's face it, we all had gnashes yep. skateboards. And they were like, look at the size of a like two by ten. I felt like the coolest kid in the world when I did a three sixty. On the fucking skateboard, like when you 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 go up on the back wheels and you yeah. do a whole three sixty. I felt like I was the coolest kid in the world. Yeah, I was the biggest nerd in the fucking world because <laughs> honestly, when I went down to go forward, I fucking fell off the skateboard. But I did the three sixty. Goddamn it! It takes a lot of practice. Definitely, but I don't have that. <laughs> and that was it. That was the only thing I ever did. So uh, yeah. Anyway, they were a big deal. Um, and this I. I would you say that this is the pinnacle of the skateboarding movie? Because I'm trying to think, there were a couple different skateboarding movies. This was it. I mean, but I think this was the big one. This was it. Gleaming the Cube was this skateboarding, <coughs> and it movie. had all of it. Had all the big stars: Tony Hawk and uh, Cal, uh, Cabrera and um, I mean, Pal. This is, and, this is '89, right? '89. Yeah, I mean, so this is like Lance Mountain. Um, was, everybody was pretty Mount, much into. I mean, it was. But it was like the, the, the end of the decade. Right. I mean, although the 80s did bleed into the 90s a little bit, like, like 91, 92. But this is the end. This is like sort of like well, whatever. Well, this is the first crew. Whatever was like 
Because like, then you came, per- the next crew was like the Sean White crew, I think. <laughs> but whatever, whatever was like percolating and, 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 and cooking during the 80s, you know, it sort of was dying, came to yeah. a head yeah. at, the, at the end. Like a lot of the bands, I remember bands like, uh, like the hair metal bands like Def Leppard and stuff who were just absolutely destroyed by grunge. Mm-hmm. That came, poof, they're all gone. And so, but that happened around 92. So Poison it was, was the biggest band in like 1987. In 1990, mm. you, you couldn't get a fucking gig. It was 91 or so, but yeah, but but Nirvana killed them. Yeah, like Nirvana killed single single handedly. Oh, yeah, that just, shit just killed everyone. Dragon and Slayer. the ones that didn't, it the ones that it didn't, they changed. A little Anthrax bit. shaved their heads and and all went no, you know, with that shaved head. Or look. they were classic. Fucking Pantera went from long hair <laughs> and like the chick, you know, the chick metal fucking guys. To a hardcore like, you and know, the, you look at Broken, which is an yeah. awesome fucking album. But well, you look at the people who who weren't like necessarily hair bands, but were like '80s type. They like Van Halen changed, and or were too cl- too classic, like Kiss, or or even Guns N' Roses. They 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 changed. Well, the Kiss little, just uh, got uh, rid of the makeup a little bit. Well, they got long before that. Yeah. But Guns N' Roses changed a little bit. But you had those core hair metal bands like Poison and Def Leppard, and they were just winger, anni- a winger annihilated <laughs> by the grunge movement. Oh yeah, and that took over. Oh yeah. But that, but 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 it was that it was that sort of culture that you know, back in the twentieth century, you had culture that moved in decades. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Not like now, where it's sort of. I mean, grunge didn't last a decade. It did. Grunge not. lasted like six to, years. Basically. It almost to the two thousands, and then something well, it, else. It took died over. out by the time Corn took over, because right. that was your rap rock bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. Where that was all over the place. And uh, it just looking back, it's amazing. But it, but yeah, skateboarding. In you know, you mentioned it. It, it probably started in, in the seventies, but it's really known for as an eighties. That's what it's you know that's what it's known for right and uh i think and it was before it became commercialized too i think that's the other part of this like because once you get into the 90s that's when you have the x games and then it's then it's like a big huge mtv commercial right you know that's that's what it became right and i think it's fitting at the end of the 80s, the decade that popularized or, or created the, 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 I guess, the skateboarding movement or genre or whatever, you have a movie like this that exemplifies skateboarding. Right. Now, I'm now of course, you've had movies since then that have tried to hit the nostalgia, like the Lords of, uh, Lords of Flatbush and a couple other movies like that where, that, where they're like, flashing back to show you what happened with one particular group of skaters or, you know, because they come from different areas and all came yep. together. Um, but, you know, like another thing is then you'd have, they'd have a lot of crossover stuff also. So you had um, uh, Bam Majera. He was a big into skateboarding and then he got with the jackass guys. Uh, you had, uh, you know, Bucky Lassick, who who got into, you know, crossed with bicycling and other shit, and, mm-hmm. and he got into a bunch of different things. So, you, I mean, it, it stopped becoming a, as, you know, the skateboarding was part of the overall thing. Like it's I said, you, Tony Hawk got into the video games, and, and when Tony Hawk's pro skater came out, that just fucking destroyed the world. I just like when he tweets, and, and, and he <clears throat> tweets stuff that uh, people don't recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> But they they talk to him about how cool Tony Hawk is. He's like, yeah, he's really cool. (laughs) So here. okay, so uh, Tony Hawk's first line in this movie. Do you remember? I don't. Okay, Tony Hawk's first line. Hey, man, there's my Pizza Hut. Because he worked worked as a Pizza Hut delivery guy in this movie. And that's an old school Pizza Hut, too. Yeah, with the old design. (laughs) The truck. And the truck, the truck with the, the sh- fucking top <laughs> were on Dude, it. Dude, that was the <laughs> shit. Now, can we? Uh, in this movie, I love this movie, but like, I like thirty minutes in, I'm like watching it, and I'm I'm tying myself like, I've seen this before, but thirty minutes in, I still don't know what the fuck is going on. Okay. Like it's like, 
His his stepbrother gets killed. Well, it does it, it does seem like it does seem like three different things. It seems like you know, we we've done these, you know, homages. It's an homage to skateboarding. Yeah. Which it seems like <laughs> primarily. Number two, it seems like like a general culture movie about things. And number three, it seems like an apology to the Vietnamese. <laughs> That's the best. See, I don't, I don't know that like, it, I feel like there's an apology. We're sorry for, for bombing your country. <laughs> because in 89, the Viet, I mean, the Vietnam War wasn't as, I mean, we're farther away from the, the first Gulf War, you know, with HW, than they were from Vietnam. And we're farther away yeah, from attacking dude, Vietnam, Iraq the second time. Vietnam was a statement war. And th- they still make movies now about Vietnam. I mean, it, you well, know. Well, they do from a, from a nostalgia cultural oh, point of sure. view. But, right, that is sure. more, but, that na- but then it was more relevant because you had people who had, who had basically just come back from serving who were adults. You know, so it was. In 89, I mean. In 89, the, the war ended in the mid-70s. Yeah. So it was like 10 years. Okay. 14 years. Sure. So, you know, it's been almost 20 since the second Gulf War from now. I will say, I lo- <coughs> okay, I look at this as a better version of Footloose. That's what I look at this <laughs> as. Because essentially, Footloose is a movie Can I? Can, I, can we get that on his tombstone? <laughs> Gleam in the Cube is a better version of Footloose. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Okay. Dude, yeah, the, the Vietnamese guy is the stepbrother, okay? He's working on the job for two weeks. Yeah. And he's so devoted to his job that he breaks into a warehouse. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> but see, you have this murder mystery it going. Does, but it does seem tacked on. Like, the, the entire <laughs> Vietnamese part, like, with the adopted son. I feel like that's the adopted the son. Part. And the other family and the girl. It's a skateboarding movie with a tacked on Vietnamese murder mystery. I felt that it was a murder mystery <laughs> that surround that propelled itself through skateboarding. Like you had Footloose, which propelled itself through dancing. Yeah, but I think this movie would have been fine if it were just about skateboarding. But they had to But add- they had there's no fucking storyline though. Well, they would. I mean, it, there there is no storyline in fucking Footloose. Well, okay, you know. he goes to a town. You can't dance, and he jerks a bunch of people off, well, and then they right. can dance in the end. It's right. it. That, a lot there's of nothing movies, else. A lot of the movies in the eighties were were, were 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 this one at least had a fucking point. Well, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the it took movies, a while to get there. there like a lot of movies in the eighties that were they're basically like ba- I don't want to call them basic entertainment because they, they were good, but it was like. I want to be entertained with things that I don't have to. Th- I don't have to think about, right? <laughs> okay. And so the, the sca- fuck are you uh, laughing uh, about? He's laughing at my notes. Escape your notes. <laughs> I'm laughing at my notes. What do your notes say? <laughs> Just like I'm saying, a Vietnamese kid. He works a job for two weeks, and he's so invested in the job, he has to go break in a warehouse. Because that's Who because Asians, that? Asians are better. That's. <laughs> They well, are better than that. us. I mean, that's, they're, they're, that. they're so Vietnamese that when when they when Christian uh, no. uh, what's it Christian Slater goes to the house, they have Chinese written on the wall. Just, that's, yeah. be, that's because white people had no idea what the difference between different Asian cultures were back then. He finds out his Vietnamese stepbrother dies. So what do you do? Does a bunch of skateboarding tricks. Woo! That's why I think it was a skateboarding Dude, movie. With they the do the same thing on. in Footloose. Okay. <laughs> this, he goes into the warehouse. And has his little dance moment in fucking Footloose. It sucks. Okay. It sucks. And Come there's on. like, I'm sorry. Then, Go ahead. And then <laughs> once you on the highway where there's like eight of them in the Pizza Hut truck. <laughs> I love it. Well, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're outside I the Pizza it. Hut truck, but then they, they get in afterwards. And they're, yep. the, there's like, they're like a jalopy of a Pizza Hut truck. They got their skin. Of course, he doesn't want a chicken. Mm-hmm. He loses the game of chicken and turns around. Yeah. Fucking. Gets on the phone. I need super tight wheels and all this. Of course. Fuck oh you. my god. Fuck you. That's where. That's one of the part of this movie that is so over the top, <laughs> and it takes itself so goddamn seriously it that it it makes it so hard to get to like. Once you're no longer a child <laughs> watching this movie, and you're watching it, it's like, no man, it's got to be real fast. It's super tight. 
And what does he do? He immediately goes down a hill and he's skating sideways. And I'm like, why would you do that? You know that you're not going to have any traction with these fucking wheels that you put on. What are you doing? Fuck this movie. I love it, dude. Come on. It's almost like this movie should have been more like more like Heather's from last week where you have last week. But without but without the, the dark comedy aspects, right? It should have been more like, you know, they're having trouble in high school, but how they get through it is they skateboard Ugh. places and do things. No, no, they didn't do that. They 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 tacked on this Vietnamese murder mystery. I like the Vietnamese which, murder mystery. Which is sort of like I love it, but it's it's topical because you're the gleaming v- the cube. Because the Vietnam War wasn't that long ago. <laughs> that was so I bad. still don't even understand what that means. <laughs> At this point in my life, as as you're many there, times as I've watched that, they've never really truly explained sounds, what the fuck that it means. It sounds it sounds pornographic almost. You know. You're in the zone, and you're gleaming the cube. It sucks. You it think su- it's like like code for something? You're like, I don't no, know. I don't want to know what that sucks. means. Oh, no way. It sucks no almost fucking bad. way. It's when he goes all full preppy, <laughs> and the entire school just looks at him. Ooh. Dude, come on. That would happen. No, you know it would. Bullshit. If you were, okay. I thought he was fine preppy. I'm like, good. You, you. Of course, I'm, we're in our 40s. If you were, I went, look, you're dressing yeah. properly. <laughs> he takes off his gloves. <laughs> like it's iconic. <laughs> Take off my weightlifting hey, glove. Hey, he took Fuck off you. the earring too. Fuck you. Fuck this movie. Oh but no way. But see, that's no what I think it should have been more like Heather's. It should have been the high school drama, not the why'd Vietnamese you murder pause? mystery. It should have been more like Heather's. Why'd you pause, motherfucker? Because I want you to pay attention. Should have been more. It. Should have been more like Heather's. I'm paying attention. Instead of instead of a Vietnamese murder mystery. I'm talking about this movie. Realize how bad it is now. Oh no, it's great. <laughs> This fucking movie's awesome. No, not that. that <laughs> I was going to rate an eight, but now it's a three. <laughs> Fuck this. Because I was talking to you guys. Oh, the best it's, part is at the end. It's not my The ball. credits are rolling. There's music and like Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know what that reminds me of? The end credits of Footloose. Well, actually. <laughs> That's what and, it is. And, and you notice the under the text, there's that, there's that pastel blue. Isn't that like 80s? Like the pastel, like the blue swish? Yes. Yeah. You're like, yeah. That pastel pink and pastel blue. That didn't last much into the 90s, that nope. pastel stuff. Nope. People in the nope. 90s were like, fuck that. We're not doing that. Neon colors and all those pastels went away pretty oh, yeah. fucking Bam. quick. You saw them at gyms and here. <laughs> yeah. Because they had all that leftover spandex. Seriously, they had to man. use it somehow. I remember going to Bally's for the first time. My dad took me there. <laughs> they saw like the neon writing and like the uh, like the the lights and all that shit. I still like the neon. I think that's neat, but you know it doesn't. You know. So to to, to kind of jump off I just, just a little bit. Just okay. Spooge all over the shit that I wanted to say. Sorry. Go for it. That say something. No, I, I said, no, I said, like, no, he's shit. saying that we already had spooge, had spooge. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. So, this movie was put out by a company called Gladden Entertainment. Gladden. I remember. Okay. Uh, it was a film company founded by late Hollywood executive David Bagelman. <laughs> Bagel sauce. Which supplanted Sherwood Productions. So, he was hired to run Sherwood Productions. One of the investors left. Um, and they reorged under the new name of Gladden Entertainment, which he had named after his th- third wife, Gladys, who died of cancer. Um, it's noble. Yeah. Oh, it, it's actually written. I wrote that down, too. Gladden was overshadowed by Bagelman's fraudulent schemes and unpaid taxes that would haunt him until he committed suicide in 1995. In February 1994, the founder left Gladden Entertainment, which would go bankrupt that April and focus on a company he founded months earlier called Gladden Productions, but no movies ever came out from that new company. So this company only existed for about 10 years. It put out 10 movies. The movies included The Manhattan Project in 1986 made $3.9 million. Wisdom, 1986, made $5.7 million. Mannequin, 1987, made 42.7. Mannequin, there you go. Yeah, that's there a shit go. fucking Can't movie. control, man. <coughs> the only Titties. movie she ever looked good in. Titties. Uh, the Sicilian. 
1987 made 5.4 million. Weekend at Bernie's yeah. 1989 yeah. made 30.2. Shit, yeah. Gleaming the Cube 1989 <laughs> made 2.7 million. <laughs> Fabulous Baker Boys 1989 18.1 million. Fabulous. A movie called Millennium mm-hmm. in 1989 called uh, it, that starred Christopher Lambert, uh, made 5.7 million. Short Time in 1990. Do you remember Short Time with Dabney Coleman? No, I'm thinking myself that I should move this arcade over there. Okay, then, all right, whatever. No, keep going, keep going. Short Time that starred Dabney Coleman as a police detective that finds out a week before he's retiring. Oh, the heart, the heart. That he's about to die, so he tries to. Those are called heart condition. No, that's Bob Hoskins. Ah. Uh, and he trades places that's with. That's right, uh, the black dude. It's. um The black dude's heart, right? Yeah, but it's the biggest name. I can't think of his name. The Equalizer. Danny Glover. No. No. No, no, no. Bigger. He did the Equalizer, Equalizer Two. He no, did uh, no. shit. Uh, Malcolm X. Uh, Denzel basketball Washington. Di- Denzel Washington. Thank you. Yeah. Basketball Diaries was the next one I was coming up with. And the last movie he that this company ever put out, Mannequin Two on the Move, nineteen ninety one. Yes, <laughs> three point yes. seven million dollars. Mannequin is moving. So uh, this guy was a fucking gem. He was a um, – he started as a, uh, a as a, a rep, like, uh, you know, when he represented artists. Uh-huh. He was a manager. Yeah. Okay? So he's basically the one that came up with the concept of grouping people together um, so that, you know, if you bought one of our guys, you had to buy, like, a whole slate of people that we represent to put together a movie. All right. Okay. So, like Gene Kelly and, uh, you know, uh, Ingrid Bergman or whatever like would a slate. all. Yeah, it would be a slate of people that would go together in a movie. Um. So he's the him and his partner at the time who ran ACA, or MCA. I'm sorry. Uh, they were the ones that came up with this concept. Well, right after that, after he left MCA, he became the head of I think it was Columbia. Um, and then, of course, that's when everything starts going downhill because it, it a check comes out to a particular. I don't remember. I didn't write any of this shit down, so I apologize. I'm working from memory. A, this a check came out for ten thousand dollars from one of the actors on a film, and he, you know, the IRS went after him and said, "You never, you didn't submit this on your 1099." And he said, I never got a check for it. Well, they put it, they looked into it and come to find out Bagelman had taken this check and written it to himself. And it was in a personal account. This is the very first stone that they un, they find. And then come to find out he has stolen 65000 other dollars from Columbia doing the same thing to other artists that were in Columbia. Then they decide to go back further into when he was running MCA. And what they find out is that he stole about half a million dollars from Ingrid Bergman. Jeez. Over, over like, the 10 years that he represented her. And a car. Like, she wow. had gotten, she went on some show, and one of the perks for going on the show was this brand new car, which Bagelman put in his own name and just kept for himself. So like, <laughs> terrible. So he stole tons of money from this from Bergman. He stole all you know. He started stealing money here and there, and then of course when he came, um, he went and got fired by from Columbia. He then starts running MGM, Jeez. and uh, MGM had just taken over United Artists at the time, so it was MGM UA, and they put him in charge of UA. Uh, apparently, he produced about four or five movies while he was there. Um, none of them made a lot of money. There was like one or two that were really good. I think he did Poltergeist. Um, and then there was two other movies that made money, but none no. of the other movies had made good money. Uh, so yeah. he it he's stealing money while he's there. So, like, he's stealing money guy. his entire career. Come to, fi- you know, come to find out, over time, he stole about... Once he get once he gets fired from there, that's when he decides that he gets hired by Sherwood, 
and then creates his own thing. Come to find out what he's doing is he's telling all the investors at Sherwood that the movies cost, I don't know, this, this movie cost $5 million to make when the movie actually only cost $3.5 million oh, to make. Uh, 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 and he's pocketing no the $1.5 million Genius. difference before. So he's like lowballing the movies and then charging the investors more money. This might sound like a stupid statement, but I wonder if he knows or realizes he's stealing. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 I know it's. I know it sounds funny, but like, yeah, Tom like, makes a good like point. in the in, in the moment. I wonder if he thinks that's just business, or if he knows this is actual theft. I I don't because we know it. Looking back, we're like, yeah, that guy is a giant asshole. He shouldn't be doing that. But I wonder if in the in the moment he knew, like, it's the same question, but on a smaller scale. About when people think of like four seventy six, it was four seventy six A D. The fall of the Roman Empire. I wonder if they knew it was falling, or they just kind of were living their lives, <laughs> going, "This sucks." I don't know. The problem Yesterday with sucks, that is, is that sucks. nowadays everything is the fall of the Roman Empire. You know, somebody fucking gets shut down on YouTube, and it's the beginning of the fall of the Roman Empire. And it's like, <laughs> what, what the fuck, dude? We can't. Not everything is is an existential threat to c- civilization. Anyway, sorry, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. I get it. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what this guy thought. I'm pretty sure he had to know at some point in time, I'm not doing the right thing here. He's just getting his, and he's living life. (laughs) But, see, I think once you get caught, and then you continue to do it as you go, and then you get very brazen towards the (laughs) end and start saying, hey, investors of Sherwood, Give me all this money to make this movie, and the movie doesn't do anything in the box office, and you know he doesn't have to show. It's kind of like uh, what was it, Breakfast with Hitler, or what was the play that the producers were making? You remember what I'm talking about? No. You've never seen the producers? No. Springtime with Hitler. That's what it was. I never seen it. Okay, nope. it's it's a it's an okay movie. I'll say that. It's a funny concept. It's basically these producers from a Broadway play that w- sold like 500% of their play. So okay. they kept selling and selling and selling percentages of the play. And the only way that they could get out of it was to produce a play that would make no money whatsoever. Oh, so they create a play called um, Springtime with Hitler. And it becomes a smash because it's so ridiculous that everybody goes to see it. <laughs> so it, it's it's one of those kinds of situations. Anyway, um, so yeah, I I know that this is a little different, but I kind of wanted to give some background. Are you okay? You gonna You've die got over there? Ragweed over there. <laughs> Holy shit! Dude. Gonna so have the bubonic <laughs> plague and shit. He's got so coronavirus. On to the rest of us. Now, now speaking of which, none of us are vaccinated here, so he's probably got the coronavirus. Yeah, but I've already had it. Sneezes. You already had it. I We've think we're had fine. Sneezing. <laughs> We've already had it. <laughs> Is sneezing the new symptom? I don't fucking know, dude. I'm just making a shit. It funny, motherfucker. You know, yesterday I read taking a poop is a symptom of coronavirus. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I got it again. Oh, no. I took a big one today. Um, Nice little curly ones. That was weird. Anyway, so getting back to uh, this movie. Apparently, Jimmy hates it. I, on the other hand, enjoy this film. What do you give it? I am... We, we gotta wait. Doesn't a matter. No, he'll be here back. He's he's coughing up a lung. He's got blood in his piss these days. I I will go uh, slightly lower than Heather's, okay. uh, and I will give it a Six. seven. Oh, I still like this movie. I like it a lot. There is some dude, cheesy shit, like dude. you said, the skateboard dancing, and <laughs> at the end that credits, was the that and, was the best shit. And then the I fucking. Was dying. My favorite part of the skateboard dancing, and and I gotta get into this. You watch, you watch this guy doing these awesome tricks on the skateboard, and then it then it pans up, and you see his face, and he's just making a face and kind of doing like this. I mean, it, I know nobody can see what the fuck I'm doing, no, but it's, it's I'm terrible. like doing a jive. It's, it's, ter- it's terrible. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. Like- and and the guy that they got to stand in for him doesn't look like him no, at all, at all. No. so it's like you're watching the movie and you can see 
when he's doing these tricks on the on the uh, half pipe and and at the end, it's not him. No. You know it's not him. No. Now, as a kid, I didn't know it wasn't him. So once again, I just thought Christian Slater was the coolest fucker in the world. Yeah. Um, and that's that has a lot to do with my with my grade on this. I I agree. I think. The first time I watched this movie when I was a kid, I didn't quite understand the direction they were going in originally because I thought, like you guys thought, this is going to be a cool skateboarding movie. But I kind of like the fact that they actually added a storyline to a fucking movie instead of, you know, I go into a town and can't dance and the whole movie's about being able to dance. It's not like I went into a town and I couldn't skateboard. So I, you know, I got to spend the entire time, you know, winning the ability to skateboard and, and, and I'm going to, you know, freak out because I can't do what I love doing. That's so fucking gay and internal stupid. And, and this is just at least has a cool kind of story where it's like, you know, there's there's things that, as a kid, I didn't even understand what the fuck was going on. Now, of course, a couple of years later, when I rewatched it, I understood that they were selling weapons to the Vietnamese. And, you know, the one guy was doing it for profit. The other guy was doing it to help, uh, you know, his friends or, or his people that he fought with. Um, you know, I, I understood the dynamic of that family, which would be something that I wouldn't have understood as a kid. Um, of a Vietnamese family moving to the United States and then trying really to introduce themselves in. Get really fucking and deep with this shit. What? Get really deep with this shit. Yes, because I think it's more deep than just sitting there laughing off the, the whole fucking storyline. I mean, he actually gave a shit about his brother. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with him wanting to not believe that his brother committed suicide and find yes. a reason for his death. Yes. I think all those things are valid. I think they're all good story fa- uh, uh, facets. So I don't know why either one of you are looking at this and saying, well, this is just a shitty skateboarding movie and it's ridiculous. Tom, what do you think? Well, I think uh, it was a skateboarding movie. And I think if it followed sort of a local, because uh, what did they say? They were in Ohio, some sort of local. They uh, weren't in Ohio, were they? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They were in California. California. That was the deepest fucking review Maybe that Paul's was ever movie. given about a fucking I movie. Can't, I can't keep track oh of it. Oh, my God. It Fuck was off, deepest dude. fucking so the, movie uh, review uh, over there. So, like, local cultural traditions. It was almost like it was almost, <laughs> it was almost like the producers went, no, nah, that's not going to work. And they rolled the dice and went, fuck, it rolled a two. That's Vietnamese murder mystery. How the fuck are we going to do that? All right, well, let's thing and they gotta work they, it in and it's like they hired I mean, a monkey and it's to like throw <laughs> darts at a fucking dartboard look the and poo, it hit the skateboarding poo movie too vietnamese, vietnamese murder, murder mystery, mystery. <laughs> and so it almost ended up being like a godzilla movie where you're like all right Shit, when yeah. do they get back to the skateboarding and then and then they had to throw it against the other wall oh Pizza Hut is going to be a, <laughs> a sponsor. sponsor. Right. I hate that scene. I hate that fucking scene. It's like I love it. Like when I they're when it. they're out in the middle of nowhere, and the guy who is Admiral Paris from from Voyager <laughs> is shooting Asian people, and he, and 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 Christian's. Oh yeah, he's just fucking killing Asian people left and right in the back. And I'm like, <clears throat> are they going to get back to skateboarding? I don't know what the Seriously. fuck this is about. I don't care. And then they're like, "Oh look, the Viet- hes trying to hang out the Vietnamese person." This is person. the deepest movie. I'm like, who cares? I oh look, go. he's going into the pool hall. This is so full deep. of Vietnamese people. I don't know what they're pushing here. And I'm like, "Where's the skateboarding?" Oh, I'm sorry. He's they rolled the six-sided now. dice he's and they rolled a two, and it's a Vietnamese fucking thing, <laughs> and they had to add all these Vietnamese people in there. It doesn't make any sense. What do you give Tom? Six. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, you give this, it a six. I love this it. This has to be the deepest movie. It was, it was entertaining, Holy but shit. it was like... It was, it was dude. But it was like... Uh, Him doing that weird, like, fly off the wall into the guy at the end of the fuck, movie also fuck. is so hard. to. T- it, it, it takes you so far out of the movie because he's like, I'm going to ride up this sidewall and then fly off of it well, and hit the guy with the fucking skateboard and Not take only the that, but, the, but the, the moves, like, you know, five before then, I was like... <clears throat> Okay, I guess you could have done that. 
Well, no, you wouldn't have been de- like like you you take the angle and you're like, nope. And then he does the next one, nope. <laughs> so by by that point, you're like, okay, fine, whatever. Okay, here's the best, <laughs> the most pointless Fuck fucking. Hold on, dude. <laughs> We're gonna give you a two. We're gonna give it over to you in a second. <laughs> the most pointless Appreciate stunt. That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> The most pointless stunt in the whole fucking movie is uh-huh. when he's in the Vietnamese guy's backyard and goes and flies through, through the, the window, window and does nothing. <laughs> he doesn't hit anybody. <laughs> the guy still he gets just... shot and the girl still gets kidnapped. And he's, he's laying like, there like Duh. And he's laying there half out of it. He's like, What the fuck was the point of that? I was I was expecting some kind of confrontation. Nothing. It, it was like less than converse, confrontation. It was, like, million dollars. it was like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> thanks for opening the door, dummy. It just, what? It's all it did. What? There was no point to it. No. And it's, what was his plan? And it's, what was the fucking plan? Was and it's not even like later where he says, how's your dad? Oh, oh, he'll be fine. No, he's fucking dead. He's still dead. <laughs> he's dead. So his, what did that scene do? Her dad is dead. He needs. To, they need to pay for a giant window now. It does nothing. What was the goddamn point? So not, so not only did that producer roll oh, the two shit. for a Vietnamese murder mystery, it ruined <sighs> certain parts of the movie. But I still go to six love it. because it was still entertaining. It was still loved it. technically a skateboarding movie. It could have been better as a skateboarding movie. Oh. It could have been about... The relationships between the kids hell. who were skateboarders, but no, they had to go off. There was no relationship between any of the skateboarders well, other exactly. than him and Yabo, and Yabo was a fucking moron. Right. So you had to, blow. But you had to go, and you go, okay, we're going to fuck that and go this way into Vietnamese murder mystery. Not to mention, why wouldn't you tell sorry, your friends? Vietnamese murder mystery <laughs> next to Disneyland. Why would It was just like, okay, let's go this way. Hotel. Why wouldn't you tell your friends that you're investigating this murder mystery? <sighs> instead, you know, he'd have a nice little Scooby-Doo gang to fucking help him well, out. But instead, he just shits on all of them. Well, because they weren't aware I'm that... I'm going to ride my bike. They weren't we're a- not going to talk anymore. They weren't aware that the producers rolled a two. That's why. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. It's all you. Give it to us. I, I this has been the most in depth like rating that we've ever had. I love it for this fucking movie. I would have given it a six, but when the credits rolled, <laughs> it's great. It negative three right there. I was just like, oh, oh no, no way, <laughs> no fucking way. Dude. Fucking music going on. He's like doing all the tricks. Uh, and it's it. not even it's not even skater yeah. music. It's not even. That's <laughs> the best part. It's, it's, it's like shitty fucking eighties shit music that's in every music. movie. Hey, the eighties music is. I give it a three for that. I give this movie a three for that. Oh, you're crazy. Wow. Only six, but that. Negative three. Fed. No goddamn way. Yes, fuck that. I ending. loved it. Wow. I, fucking hate it. I think I'll... it takes it to another level. <laughs> I might have to re- I, might, <laughs> I might have to take it up a little. I notch it up one yeah, more. Fucking t- fuck you. <laughs> what are we doing next week, Paul? We're wow. doing... I don't know yet. Don't know. <laughs> we didn't discuss it. We were too two engaged. great fucking reviews. We had to discuss it right of this. Right of this. Anyway, we'll be back next week with um. We're co- we're, we're in May. Ready for so how many more. movies do we have to do before we hit the top gun? I think two more. Okay, two more. so we got one more double feature coming then. Yes, yeah, one more double and feature. And it might be Marissa Tomei. It might be Jean-Claude Van Damme. Christopher it Walken. could be Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> it could be somebody. It could be, I don't know, anybody. Anybody. could anybody. be anybody. We'll be back next week with uh, JB's Driving Podcast. Woo. Bye-bye.